Hey guys, welcome to my very first podcast. My guest today is Rahayu Saraswati. She goes by the name Sara. Sara is a member of parliament, a mother of two, and an actress as well. She's easily one of the most hardworking people I've ever known. We talked about her role into politics, finding her calling, and her activities at church. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I did. All right, bam, Sarah, how's it going? Ah, uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> really? Um, hey, I'm, like I'm supposed to say, oh, I'm good, I'm great, thanks, but no, I'm exhausted. No, yeah, I'm, exhausted I mean, but good. Your schedule's been exhausted but good. Exhausted change. but good. Yeah, yeah. You think um, this busyness has something to do with your campaign? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah. it's to do. It's everything to do with my campaign. Um, it's uh, it's not something that happens all the time. I'm not always this exhausted, but this campaign that's going on, you know, it's been going on since December, November, December, but especially so since January is very, very exhausting because it's like an everyday thing. And more than that, it's having to juggle. Um, it's not even balancing. It's it's juggling so many things at the same time. So it's it's that's what causes the mental exhaustion. See, the physical exhaustion, I can deal with that, but mm. it's the mental exhaustion that adds on top of it that really, really makes it exhausting. And so it's it's balancing being a member of parliament, mm. a you know. Aka uh, people's representative, um, and be and running again, um, and being a wife, a mom mm. of two very young boys. So all of that, really, and of course the presidential uh, campaign as well. So and having to be a spokesperson for <laughs> so it's it's like five things going on at the same time. Yeah. Well, for those who don't know. Um, Sarah is currently the member of parliament yeah. for the which district again? Um, Central Java, fourth fourth district of Central Java, mm. which is uh, Sragen Karanganyar Wonogiri. But I am now currently running um, in a new district. That's why I'm, so I'm not running as an incumbent. I'm actually running in a new district in um, Jakarta Three, which is West ja- West Jakarta, North Jakarta, and thousand islands wow as you know um jakarta is a big city with yeah. a big population and Absolutely. how have you been going into uh, the the field and meeting people what's your campaign so activities my like? campaign's been like i i can go to it's a bit crazy actually and we need to change it and so i'm taking a little bit of a break this week to just regroup and sort out my schedule for the next 20 days or so um, mainly it's so tough because at, for the past couple of months or so, we've been just accepting every single kind of invitation we get. So I can be going to about like five, six different loca- locations a day. And you can imagine if in the morning, for example, I have a nine o'clock thing and West Jakarta, and then I have to go to North Jakarta, and then I have to go to represent uh, the presidential campaign uh, camp, you know, uh, at, you know, at an event as a spokesperson in South Jakarta, and then I have to go all the way again to North Jakarta, and then to West Jakarta. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Jakarta traffic, <laughs> it, it it can be. It yeah, it, it's it's a challenge, and 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 it's one thing if you're just sleeping in the car, <laughs> but when you're trying to respond to every single WhatsApp message that comes in, it's it's that's so you get tired. But I try to sleep in the car, I do, but it's uh, it's it's a bit tougher now trying to keep up with the social media huh. as well, huh. and, and and that the only time you can yeah. really do it is. Is in is while you're in the car, and and when we're talking about what do I do specifically? I mean, I do all. I do the door to door. I mm. do canvassing, and mm. I also do um, meets. I so I, I I go to meets where we meet with two hundred or one hundred fifty people, um, and and just talk really, and and talk about what we're fighting for, what we want to be different in the future, and uh, why we're running. 
that kind of thing. And I do a lot of those with my um, running mates. And what I mean are, you know, there's DPRRI, so there's like the national level, which I'm running for. Mm. And then there are those who are running below or on another level, which is for the provincial level. So um, I go around with them just to ensure that people understand, you know, first of all, that there's the national level and then there's the provincial level. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> and now that you're an elected member of parliament, I was wondering whether your constituents can still contact you and, you know, to raise their concerns. How do people reach you? Um, so I make it clear to them that it's impossible for me to be the one to answer <laughs> every single request or every single phone or WhatsApp that comes my way. So usually I, I give them um, my team members number. And so until now, it's still actually very easy for them to get in touch with me if they just contact my team members. So, mm. um, and, and, and that's the other thing with Indonesia is that it's, you know, nobody's running as an independent. You know, you're running in a party. So if, if, for example, you are the member or you are the representative from that district, it's very important to keep good relationship with the structure, you know, the structural of the party, the political party. And mm. usually people then know to get in touch with you through them. So mm. that, that's, I, you know, there are many ways people can contact mm. me. And some of them actually contact me uh, directly on, on, on social media. You know, mm. they'll you know, send me a message. And, and again, I mean, I'm grateful not all of them demand that like hey you haven't read my message yet you know it's like i mean there are some that are like that but 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 most of them are, are very patient uh, because obviously they know i i don't necessarily read all my messages yeah um, all the time yeah. yeah let's flash back to like maybe 10 years ago have you always envisioned yourself that you were going to be a politician and absolutely what was, what not was Sarah doing maybe 10 years ago like i yeah. i wasn't even thinking of going into politics 7 years ago i mean now i've been in in uh, as a member of parliament for about 5 years but but i <laughs> but but uh, before 2013 uh because i did make the decision to run in February of 2013, but before that, I was, you know, people ask me, "Are you, so? Are you going to go into politics? Are you going to run?" And I always answer, "Heck no way!" And you know, <laughs> in Indonesia, I'd be like, "Heck no!" You know, uh, the reason we being is because I, I was one of those uh, very green and very naive, idealistic, you know, stars in my eyes kind of uh, <laughs> young woman who thought that you know politics is you know is just so dirty it's so dark it's such a you know it's it's like you know i'm i i thought of myself as being allergic to politics mm. i mean i even used those words i did i i would explain to to people i'm sorry but i'm allergic to politics because i cannot i just I can't lie the way these people do. I mean, they say, oh, I promise to give you A, B, C, and then you'll be lucky if you get Z. Uh, most of the time you get nothing at all. You don't all get anything close to what they promised you in terms of the programs and everything. So I really, I, I, was, I didn't want to get involved in politics. I was very much just very anti. Um, but... You know, things changed, and 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 in February two thousand thirteen, you know, I I got my calling from God, and and you know, I decided, okay, well, why not? You know, it's not, and and I made clear, you know, I made it clear that this wasn't my fight. It I wasn't going in it for myself, and it wasn't for a position. I mean, I I didn't even think I was going to run again, honestly. It was just like, okay, let's go and do this and see if we can make a difference from within the system because. Um, and to, by 2013, I, I, I already had my own foundation um, that's focused on the fight against human trafficking. Mm. I mean, that, that was my passion since 2009, mm. and um, my passion and my calling. And I thought that, okay, well, maybe you know, God is calling me to go into uh, you know, politics as in like active politics um, to, to make a change from the inside. And, and, and so... Here I am now. <laughs> wow, wow. And let me just check the equipment. Okay, it's all good. 
Yes, I do my, tend uh, to talk a lot. You, you have to be careful about giving members of parliament microphones. We we tend to talk a lot, okay? <laughs> no, <laughs> and you might have to stop us. Love to hear story, you know. <laughs> what are the cause, uh, besides human trafficking, what, what have you been vocal about in right. the parliament? Like well, in some parliament, bills where you, you're passionate yeah, about? Yeah, so, so in parliament, um, especially in the... So I'm in the 8th Commission, and that's mm. to do with social affairs, religious affairs, women and children... Mm. Um, so we passed the uh, Disabilities, People with Disabilities Act, you know, and, and so we, we, we had that law in place, thank God, passed in 2016. And so that was something that we, you know, I was very proud of that, that we had accomplished because it was a long time in waiting. Um, and of course, I've been very vocal of things to do with women and children, especially when it comes to the funds you know as in the budget the national budget um which is very low uh mm. right now in comparison to the social affairs ministry for example this year that's getting 56 or 59 i might get the numbers wrong trillion rupiah um the ministry for women empowerment and children's protection is only getting 500 billion rupiah so that's like very low number it's 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 astounding and that's something that you know i feel i've been a broken record so to speak <laughs> you know been i've been a broken record uh you know advocating for this you know and and unfortunately it's it's just it's not in the current administration's uh priorities mm. and therefore that's why it's been very difficult to fight for that and and I'm also in in several um, working groups and several uh, special special groups mm. uh, that deal with some like we oversee the issue of our um, workers that are working abroad mm. for example uh, for example and uh, and You know, it's it's you know we can say a lot of things, but unfortunately, you know, being an activist, it's it can feel very frustrating because of how slow things go. I mean, mm. as a member of parliament, you really only represent the people by, you know, you you tell the executives to do things, mm. but whether or not they're going to do it, it's up to them. And then, you know, it's, it gets very frustrating when you know that they could do a much better job and yet you're not part of the government to, um, to do something about it. So that's, that's, that's what's been frustrating. But, but those are some of the things that I've been very vocal about. And, and right now we're working on, uh, well, myself personally uh, and, and my colleagues in the Eighth Commission, we're working on two um, other bills Mm. One is uh, for the social workers. We actually don't have currently a standard or a qualification or even a national framework and an umbrella for uh, our social social workers. And we're also working on the sexual abuse eradication bill. Um, so those two are two of the things we're working on. Wow, and and you know, children's protection. That's also very specific, uh, and I think that we need to. If it's not going to be done before the end of this term, then then hopefully in the next term, if I do get elected again, uh, mm -hmm. my friends and mm -hmm. I are are committed to. My colleagues and I are committed to do uh, a revision of the Children's Protection um, Act or the law. Wow. That's really cool because a lot of the headlines from politics we get is sometimes from business or yeah. from you know uh, non-social side, and it's right, great to right. to, to, to see you fighting exactly economy, yeah. business, yeah. commerce. It's great yeah. to see someone fighting these kinds of uh, causes, you know, Thanks. actively in, in legislation. Thanks. What do you think the role of A women in, in in politics has have participation been going up since you know well, since the last ten years. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, this is a very interesting. I'm, I'm glad you asked me this because this is a very very interesting uh, discussion on women participation and representation. I mean, those are two different things. Well, right. first of all, in terms of women participation in politics, 
I feel that now there are a lot of you know, especially with the partai mama and all that. Like we have a you know we have a term for women who are you know like these moms who are now like picking up the fight and they're doing things and they you know they're they're making videos and and ads. I mean you know you can tell they're just doing it out of like because they want to and and it's great. So you're seeing these women actually. Uh, picking up the fight, you know, they're 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 taking on, you know, and they're carrying torches, and and that's what that's fantastic to see because we do need more women for sure who are not afraid to get their hands dirty, so to speak. Um, but in terms of women representation, you know, female representation, it doesn't translate right now because of a few things number one politics in terms of the politics we're talking about policies and we're talking about how at the moment our affirmative action only states 30% requirement for candidates running for you know uh, parliament but it doesn't say 30% seats so right now we only have 17 to 18% women in parliament okay in the house of rep Um, and, and I always say this to my, you know, my, my fellow, uh, women activists, you know, uh, you know, who are fighting the good fight and fighting for women representation. I, I tell them, I, sometimes we really, not sometimes, we really do need to pay a lot more attention to the quality of women we want to represent us because, Because of the way things are at the moment, unfortunately, sometimes it's, you know, people are so focused on the quantity of women rather than the quality. And so I've had the displeasure, (laughs) not pleasure, but the displeasure of working alongside women who have no idea about issues that they're fighting for. They're really just there to, you know, to be a representative but they're not really representing um and 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 unfortunately you know I, i i've had bad experiences i guess and 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 you know where i've had to speak up just to cover up for them you know so so it's you know <laughs> i mean i'm not blaming necessarily their point of view but the problem is that they don't they didn't have a point of view and they would just be talking just for talking's sake so this is my personal experience and so i always tell my 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 friends you know the activists who are fighting for female representation uh to you know that we need to pay closer attention we need to have bigger budget and we need to ha- make sure that the political parties and the Uh, women empowerment children protection ministry work together and so between the public sector and the and the political parties they need to work together to ensure that our women especially those who are running for a uh, house of rep are 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 trained are you know are knowledgeable at the very least knowledgeable and have gender perspective okay Just because she's a woman doesn't necessarily mean that she has gender perspective, and that's that's based wow. on my experience, and it's it's frustrating. It's absolutely frustrating, um, and and so uh, we we have a long way to go. We do. So the, the sorry. So the first thing was politics. The second thing um, was is economy. You know. So right now, and I always and I always say this. So, you know, again, broken record. Until we put a cap on the maximum like put a maximum spending on how much we can actually spend on our um campaign and until we get to the point where the people actually say no to money politics we'll always have the problem and the issue of the people who get voted in are unfortunately those who have money but don't necessarily understand issues or even have a good point of view of, on them so so that 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 goes not just for the men that also goes for the women you know i mean we are getting women who don't necessarily have a clear understanding of what they're fighting for and then the third thing uh is culture and what i mean my culture is because in indonesia like many countries um you know even 
even in the States, you know, we still have a patriarchal society mm-hmm. where in order for us to be able to do anything, it's not written in the law, but it's in the culture. It's, you know, it's unsaid that you need the approval of your husband. And and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, in, mm-hmm. in, 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 in a lot of uh, religions, you know, you do look at the husband as the decision maker of the family. So, so, but, but when it comes to, uh, patriarchal culture, uh, it also means that a lot of women don't have the financial capacity to run for office. And so a lot of the times they would need the backing or the support of their husband, their father, their, uh, friends, you know, because um, a lot of women are not as financially secure as a man would be, um, you know, and especially those who are still young and those who are um, just married with children, young children. And I'm feeling it now where, I mean, if I were running now when I have two very young children, I think the 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 rhetoric would be very different because when I was running in 2014, I was still single. I mean, I would go around morning to evening, morning to evening. Nobody would really care. They would think like, oh, that's good. You need to do that. But now I'm a mom. There would be questions of like, oh, how are you balancing your time right. between uh, being a mom and how are your children feeling? Like, do they ever say, like, oh, my gosh, mommy, like, why do we never see you? <laughs> it's like, well, what if it's, like, a man who is running? You hardly ask a man whether or not, like, oh, how are you How are you with your children? Right. Like, how are you dealing and balancing your time as a father and and as a, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so it, 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 you know, unfortunately, we still have, have, have those kind of... Uh, mentality and stigma or that um, yeah perce- assumptions perception, right perception yeah. yeah. uh, assumption yeah. stereotypes discrimination yeah. absolutely but I can totally understand you know how women are can, can they're, they're they can be very excellent at what they do like I remember right. my mom uh, she's a businesswoman right. I grew up seeing her like in her cosmetics business and she's like an alpha woman she's on, on the ball <laughs> dragon mom uh, yeah I mean, perhaps <laughs> Actually, uh, Kill Bill reminds me of my mom a lot. Oh right? my gosh! Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, but I I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are very tough on your <laughs> But but you know when when one has found their calling, it's yeah. really amazing oh, no, to, I mean, to be in the zone and stuff. And your mom's one of those like you know she she's a go getter, right? <laughs> yeah, I would uh, say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She, she's a go-getter. Yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> That's like the positive way of saying it. If a man is being said as being ambitious, right... Then that's like a positive thing, but a lot of the times when a woman is being ambitious, it's like looked at ne- negatively. So, hello, yeah, the world needs to learn. Right? The world needs to learn. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you wouldn't be where you are today, but it weren't also for your mom, totally. being who she is, right? Totally. I mean, that's you know. yeah, that's, that's so, very true. Go dragon moms. It's <laughs> very true. <laughs> I'm definitely shout one out of those. to all the dragon moms out there. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Exactly. It's okay. It's okay. I feel you. <laughs> I'm. I, I, my children. A lot of people actually look at my children. They're like, "Wow, they're all daddy's boys." I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "It's very different. They, they, the way they treat you, the way they treat the father." I'm like, I know. <laughs> like the father's there to play with them, and then mommy comes, and you know, she's the one. Putting down the fear of God in you, you know? <laughs> I'm like that's, I, I look at it as it's my responsibility to bring them up as future leaders. Hmm. They are, you know. So I think a lot of moms actually, you know, they're like, "Oh, he's my baby," you know, and all that. But no, no, for me, I'm like, "You're a future leader. You do not know. You better know how to treat women. You better know how, you know, to f- work hard and and all." I'm blessed. My my kids are amazing. Yeah, I think you're setting up a great example. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, there are a lot of artists coming into the the campaign, like um, former um, TV anchors right, and stuff. Right, right, right. And I don't know if you, a lot of people know, but but you also uh, were active in the feature film. Yeah, you, were, you played in some movies and yeah. you were a model I, I, and stuff. Like, how did you 
transition. Transition. Yeah. Um, this is a very good question. I see a lot of people actually ask the question, not transition, but they're, they're like, "Oh, how, how do you find your experience being an actress useful as a politician?" You know, and I, you know, and, and and the answer to that is easy enough. I mean, it's you know, being a you know. Being used to speaking in public, performing, mm. you know, and, and that helps when it comes to and and reading a room, reading mm. uh, an audience, you know, and and how they're especially if you're doing a lot of improv and and if you're doing theater, uh, it helps you with your with your public speaking and 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 with the going on the road. But the transition, I suppose, is uh, it was, it, and it still is. Sometimes it's very difficult to let go of my passion of mm. acting. You know, I mean, I, I, whenever people ask me, I'm like, I'm still an actress. It's just I'm not working <laughs> right now. But, but I always think of myself as an actress. It's just uh, right now, it's about priority, and and the priority is, you know, so it's it's about putting things in boxes in my mm. in my head and in, in my soul. You know, it's like okay, well. We're still an actress, and we're still working on making sure that there are great movies being produced and putting Indonesia on the international map. So I'm very passionate about that. I still am driven towards uh, putting my country on an, the international map mm. of of, mm. of of entertainment and movies and all that. So so I still do that on the side, but but I'm not acting. You know, uh, I mean, I did a few productions um, for fun, but. You know, the only the only challenge is to find the right time. So it's mm. not that we can't do it; it's just finding the right time. Right. Um, so I I think it's just a matter of putting things in boxes and and prioritizing and and saying which one that is our focus at the moment. Great, great. Well, I want to segue into um, the few decades before you went to politics when you were abroad. And yeah, you you grew up. Um, where, 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 yeah, and, and certain, can you elaborate where? Sure, where you, I, I, which schools so you went to? I, for middle school or junior high, I went to um, Singapore, uh, UWCSEA, yeah, uh, United World College, Southeast Asia, and hmm. then I went to Switzerland. Hmm. Um, that was actually the longest. Uh, where in Switzerland? Uh, in Geneva, uh, we I went to College du Mans, CDL. And so I graduated high school there, and then I went to University of Virginia, hmm. where I studied drama and classics. Um, wow. So my family's big on history, and I mean, I, we get it from our father because my dad's. Uh, we always joke about this. If he didn't go into business, if he didn't go into politics, he would have been a professor of history. I mean, the guy in his, especially younger days, he's you know he's. He's a sponge. I mean, even until now, he remembers so many different things. I mean, he, he just loves learning and he's like a sponge. And I think that he would have made a great professor of history. <laughs> right. um, but I, I, my passion in history is the ancient history. So classical civilizations, I'm, you know, in Greeks and, and, and mm. Rome and all that. So that's what I, I, I majored in before I went to London. Um, so I, I didn't finish... Uh, my degree because I, I went to London to pursue my passion in, in acting and I, I, oh. I went to uh, acting school in London. Oh, and how long was, how long was the acting I, school? I was only there for, no, the acting school was a postgraduate program so it was, it was uh, I got accepted into the postgraduate program. Um, it was only one year. Yeah. yeah for someone who has you know, a lot of uh, inspirations and, and cultural ex- exposure to the world, like I remember you introduced me to uh, Bollywood movies and that, the songs. You remember? We were, yeah, we were, we were, yeah, uh, dancing to like some of the some songs. I think it's really cool. <laughs> but, uh, how do you become a sponge that makes yourself like open minded to whatever you want to do afterwards? How do you apply these inspirations into your work? I, I think you know, especially when you're, especially when you're a, a student of history, you know, and anthropology, and and you know, actually. I, I was this close to being an archaeologist. So oh, yeah. if I, 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 you know, so if my dad were to be a professor of history, I would have actually been an archaeologist. Wow. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, I was this, I was this close. I was, I was going to do it. I was going to go on digs and everything and, and, and discover our past history. But I think, especially if, or, or a student of life, if you're a student of life, you're open to learning, you're open to learning new things. And, and I think that opens up 
to new worlds. And and it all starts by my, you know, I think our love of reading. You mm. know, when you love reading, you love delving into new worlds and 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 um and then language, you know, when you're learning new languages that also opens up worlds of 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 cultures for right. you. And and I you know, and and so for me, being a sponge and being always interested in learning new things will, it's endless. That's, you know, it's, it's like until you're 80, until you're 90, you're just, you know, you're open to new things. And I think that's what, that's what we need. We need mm. more of that. We need mm. more of, I'm not saying more of me, okay? I'm saying more of uh, the, the desire and the interest to learn about new things because a lot of what a lot of and and, you know what with with what happened in New Zealand and 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 so many so many uh, hate crimes happening all over the world um it's it's I I couldn't sleep honestly that evening I I couldn't I almost couldn't sleep I was up until 3 a.m because I was just like this is is it it's it's crazy how because people are afraid it all starts with fear. Fear of things that you don't understand. Mm. Fear of things that you, 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 you are... Yeah, fear of the unknown. And, and from that fear and from that uncomfortableness that you know, people feel, they turn it into hatred. And, and you know, they're like, oh, we, do, we don't know this. It's, it's, you know, oh, it's not something that... It's, they don't look like me. They don't talk like me. They don't think like me. And... Therefore, they're just like they shouldn't be around. I mean that—that's like I don't know. That's psychopathic thinking, and and so uh, we do need more global citizens. You know, people who are so, you know, if, and that's what I, I I tell my friends, and I, I and I've I, I tell my nieces, I tell you know, <laughs> from my cousins, okay, not from my brother, but from my cousins. I mean. Uh, you know, our, my, my, my nieces, my nephews, I tell them, you know what, before you get married, before you settle down, travel the world. Travel, 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 see the world, see what it's like. Because when you get exposed to new cultures, you, you, to, 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 you get to really see the country. No matter how uncomfortable it makes you feel, but at least you see them. These are people. These are human beings. They're, they just have a different way of living or they have a different way of looking at things. And and it doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make them... So just don't fear it, you know? And I think it all starts with dialogue as well, you know? So yeah. um, I think being having been exposed to different cultures and different uh, way of looking at... Uh, and I was even... Actually, trivia. Uh, I was a professor's assistant in University of Virginia for Lord. the, you know, uh, basically it's, it's called... It's called trauma and healing, and we discuss about racism. We talk about uh, sexism. We talk about all sorts of trauma that, you know, whether individuals or societies go through or have gone through. Um, so that was that was also a big big eye opening for me on what what people actually like, whether or not we realize it. I think a lot of us are racist in some ways sexist mm. in some ways because it, it's we don't do it um you know like we don't do it consciously it's in our subconscious and and it, it, it does take a lot of awareness you know and, and and it needs to be brought up to our consciousness for us to kind of go oh so that's not good or that's yeah. not something i should think or i yeah. should say yeah do you think this consciousness has been like emanating towards the negative side or has it been going towards the other way from no your matter what people say about what things how things are going in Indonesia I honestly think that we're going in the right direction we are hmm. you know and bear with me on this the conflict so far in Indonesia has been kind of segregated you know it's been like it's happening in Ambon it's happening in you know, Borneo, Kalimantan. Now that it's, you know, entered into the whole, you know, political spectrum in the national stage, we, I'm not saying we should have gotten about it or this route. I'm not saying that at all. And I, I, I still, 
you, you know, regret a lot of the things that are being said. But I think that dialogue is very important. Hmm. And Between I mean, who? Between? To, for, for civilization in general. And I'm talking about like, because, you know, um, to my friends in America, it's, you know, like, oh, global. look at how hmm. things are going over there because it's still a work in progress. You know, uh, you thought, you know, we, one, you know, for someone for me who lived there for a couple of years, you know, and to to think that, I mean, I was in Charlottesville, University of Virginia is Charlottesville, and and <laughs> you know, we take a look at what happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, with the whole with the whole march and everything, and it's it's just it's like mind boggling. It's like wow, <laughs> like where did all this like you know progress go? Yeah. But it's progress, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, there are going to be days when it's going to be bad days and there are going to be days when it's good days. There are going to be days when people are more open to talk about it with each other and there are going right. to be days when people are not. And here in Indonesia, we're, we're taking our first steps, I think, towards mm. really openly discussing what is actually happening in our country. How is it going in the, are we liking the direction it's going? Mm. A lot of people already made up their minds and say, we don't like it. We don't like it, you know, and, but at the same time, if we're talking about tolerance, true tolerance needs to, in my opinion, needs to be where we treat others the way we want to be treated, Mm. you know, but it doesn't mean that others are going to treat you the way you want to be treated. Right. It just means you're in charge of how you act and how you feel and how you see other people. And, and how we react to whatever it is absolutely. the communication brings absolutely. us to. Yeah. Uh, if, if you fight, you know, bullying by bullying, if you fight hatred with hatred, I mean, everybody knows it's, that's not the way you get kindness. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. it's, it just needs to start with you. Yeah. And, and the conversation and the dialogue does need to take place because a lot of the times, and especially now in the age of social media, Social media allows people to say mean, mean things to other people without feeling that they need to take responsibility for it. And this is what's dangerous. But if the dialogue can somehow take place and you get people in the same room where they are from different backgrounds, they feel this way. And if you just get them all in the same room, I'm of the opinion that you, if, if you can get them to start talking to each other and, and figuring out what the commonalities are between them, mm. what the similarities are between them, rather than focusing on the differences, then we're going to get somewhere. And then wow. if you can get them to go from, okay, we're both human beings, or okay, we're, we're all... We're all uh, We've all gone through trauma. We've all gone through this, you know, and and you find, I think there's like, it was on, uh, it was online one time. I think uh, it was a, from one of the European countries, they did a very good ad about, uh, you know, differences or something like that. And I think there's, there's one out there, but I think that's, that's where we need, what we need to start with. And then once we know that we have similarities, then we can start openly talking about the differences Mm. and be like, without taking offense mm. without you know taking it personally where this is how i feel this is how i'm brought up this is how i think about this and these are my points of views um it's the same thing as like you know when you're talking about pro life and you know uh, pro choice you know very sensitive issues like that you mm. know it it's it's about dialogue and it's about respecting um people's choices mm. but at the same time being strong with 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 your own convictions totally you know yeah and i think people yeah. need to be okay with other people having strong convictions about you know about things that are different from you know yeah different yeah. from you, yeah. you, you and, and 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 we're not there yet mm. we have a long way to go but i think we're getting somewhere yeah yeah yeah, I agree that we should find the commonalities and embrace differences, and yeah. that's the only way we can Absolutely. move forward there together. Yeah. Find commonalities, embrace the differences. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, talking about difficult topics, there's the Me Too movement in the U.S. Yeah. You know, women are I love that. you know coming out and yeah. telling their stories. Yeah. 
in in Indonesia, I, I don't know um whether there are many stories. I'm sure people are getting you know harassed at work. If yeah, there the are women who are statistics actually say that one in three women in Indonesia have experienced some kind of um, uh, physical or sexual um, harassment or abuse. Wow, one in three is a lot. But I was what is what I was going to ask is if what would you say to women who are undergoing through those kind of experience? Where can they go? What can they yeah, do? There's actually a very good group where you know they they meet every. Let me let me find it. Um, yay, social media. Hmm. Um, oh yeah, they're they're actually called Lentra Lentra Indonesia. Um, so it's uh, so if you want to let me let me find the yeah. So for those of you who have Instagram, mm-hmm. if you need a place where you need to meet or you need to talk to. Uh, survivors of uh, abuse of uh, anything like that um, they are it's called Lentra Sintas Indonesia um, the Instagram is at Lentra underscore do, uh, underscore ID uh, Lentra underscore ID um, and there's one of those and then there's also Komnas Perempuan and there's you know P2TP2 uh, these are all like centers and and and, and um, institutions that you can go to right um, to report hmm. or just to talk about what happened to you hmm. and 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 I think it's so important for those of us who have gone through any kind of abuse to speak up we're not there yet where we can openly say without fear of um stigma or you know or just of or just discrimination and all that uh so we need to get there that's also mm. another another big challenge yeah. in this country yeah um where has the where are times where you overcame your setbacks in life where you overcome your own challenges where you didn't trust yourself but you made it happen what are some of your like stories where you you succeed where you thought you once would would fail ah gosh even now (laughs) even now uh no i mean there there are many many times um well i mean i remember one time the one time in 2014, um, you know, in January, so the election was in April. Uh, in January, I just felt I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit because, um, you know, when you're when you're an idealist and you're running for um, House of Rep, you bring a team, right, to this district. And, uh, you know, you're hoping that when wherever you're placed, wherever you're, you know, you're running in, uh, you can bring a difference, you know, like a positive difference. But at that time, um, there was an internal problem. Uh, my someone I trusted to be the head of my campaign team was not doing what I was hoping he would do, and there were a lot of internal struggles. And, and it was that at that point when I felt, okay, oh my gosh, like I'm I'm not bringing positivity. I'm actually bringing, you know, stress and negativity to these people. Um, and 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 that I that was the one time I wanted to quit at that time, and but uh, you know I by God's grace I kept going, and and even now, and why I said even now is because it's it's it happens so often this time, <laughs> because you know this time it's so clear the sacrifices that I'm making, the choices that I'm making in order to keep going. Uh, in this campaign because uh, you know i i leave the house before or you know before or after my my sons uh, especially the youngest one wake up and he's gone to school and i come home and he's already asleep so he's starting to forget what his what his mom looks like you know and 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 these are these are not easy sacrifices and there are many times when i felt you know i i just wanted to quit because this is just it's I keep asking, is it worth it? Is it worth it? So we're not, we're not immune to that. And, and, and being a survivor of, um, of, of depression, you know, I, I, I had depression when I was 15 till I was 21. So it was during those, uh, 
basically very tough times of you know high school and college it's you know it's it it's about mindset and it's about faith uh you Mm. know and i can honestly say if it weren't for you know god if it weren't for my faith um, I would probably still be taking medication right now uh, to 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 deal with my depression, but I got over it. And so, I mean, those were the times when, when you know, whenever I thought that, oh my gosh, you know, I I, I you know, whenever I was suicidal and all that, like it, you know, those were the times when I feel like if I can get through those times then I can get through these times. And these times are a lot easier simply because, you know, I'm not like fighting against myself. It's Mm. more about choices. And I'm not saying those are any easier. They're definitely not. And I'm not saying that, um, you know, the choices that you make, you know, and and if if there's anything that I would say is that there's no right or wrong uh, choices. Of course, there are right and wrong. (laughs) You would know what those are. Uh, or you should learn. But <laughs> if it's just between two things, there it's nothing to do with right or wrong. It's just it's it's sometimes it's just choice, mm. and, and 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 you go with what brings you the most peace. And so that's what 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 keeps me going is if I if if I meant to just keep going this way, then I'll keep going this way. But if God wants me to stop and you know get me to go another way, then it'll happen. And I just have to have faith in that, and that what that's what brings me peace. And and I think a lot of the time to overcome anything, it's about making decisions, and then it's about being at peace with it. Wow. You know, so it's it's a conscious decision. Yeah. It it needs to be a conscious decision where you go, I need to be okay with whatever choice I make. Yeah, yeah. I think you touched on a very powerful um, thing, faith, and yeah. Uh, Faith has definitely also helped me go through my rough patches, um, and I know that sure. it's an important part uh, of our lives. Yeah, um, we happen to go to the same church. Um, yeah, Ashley, you are one of my biggest inspirations to go to uh, oh, our wow. church. I was looking at your, insta- <laughs> I was I looking didn't at Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't got the chance to tell you. I was um, at the time when I was looking for for church, yeah. and I saw you were very active there, and you really like it there. I can yeah. see like genuinely. Uh, it has an impact on you, and I'm glad to say that it definitely had an impact on me. Oh, that's good. Uh, good. How's how's church life has has been? Like, for those who don't know, where where is our church again? <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> say it. <laughs> we go to JPCC, Jakarta Praise Community Church. Mm-hmm. Um, we have great pastors, you know, uh, Pastor Jeffrey Rahmat, Pastor Jose Carroll. Excellent. And the many other pastors. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. we're not going to name you <laughs> one by one, but you're all great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I'm uh, glad uh, that, uh, no, I mean, yeah. honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're blessed by, by that church. I mean, as, as am I. Um, yeah. Your question? Yeah, um, I see you singing in church as well. Right. You know, you're, you, and believe yeah. me, I've, there were times when I wanted to quit as well. I actually did. I actually did one time. I actually wrote to Pastor Jeffrey and I said, I'm sorry, I'm quitting. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> did he say no? What did he, what did he and say? He just, and he just said, well, I don't agree with you. <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay. So, and then, <laughs> and what do you do when Oh Pastor my God, he's, 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 he's great that way. He's like, he's like, no, this is your home. This is, this should be, you should feel at home you know, you know, this is our, you know, it's church is more than just church. It's, 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 it's our second home. And, and, and they're very, very big on that. So, mm. so he just basically said, yeah, I don't agree with you. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. So I guess you, that that's your way of saying like, he's, he's like, he's like, you, of course you're free to do what you want, but I don't agree. <laughs> so it's like, it's a very soft way of saying, I, I, I do not accept your resignation. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still singing. <laughs> I'm still there. Now, the reason why, I mean, the reason why it's because I, I you know, I, I, it was all, you know, again, it's politics, you know, and when you're in such a public uh, position and, and, and there, whether you're not, you like it or not, there are always going to be those who agree with you and those who don't. Hmm. And at that time, I wanted to quit because I didn't want to be 
the reason why someone is you know like not enjoying the service because they're like oh my gosh why is she up there and you know and they get focused on me and my political stance and everything and I'm like you know that's that shouldn't be why I'm here I you know if I'm if I'm here at all it should really just to bring them closer to God and and, and as a you know as a singer as part of the praise and worship team so that was that was what mm. that was mm. well I to think that some sometimes politics a lot of people don't understand politics that's that's why no, when, when you know there's like an asymmetric information where when one and, not, and not they everyone think knows it's all black not, and white they think exactly. like oh there are I like gray areas. this and therefore all of them would be like this where it's like no <laughs> there are people that you will like and people you don't like in yeah. every single political political party in every single affiliation yeah. There are those, so let's not be naive about it, you know. Sure, but yeah, but, yeah. So people, <laughs> of course, and there are things from politics that we can apply it elsewhere. Yeah. For for example, in in church life or company yeah. life, whatever. There yeah. are things from church life that we can implement in the politics or or, or a company. Well, absolutely. That's, you know, what? you know how many times I hear, you shouldn't be bringing God into politics. Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be posting uh, verses. Uh, you know, from the Bible, you you know, you don't, you're not worthy of it, A- and it's so surprising. I, I just say, I mean, aren't we supposed to be bringing God into everything we do? Mm. I mean, God is supposed to be the center of our lives, and 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 mm. and, and and all He, all all God, you know, especially through Jesus. I mean, what Jesus portrayed to us, it's all about love. Mm. It's all about love. It's all about you know being there for people who are broken who are lost and and loving you know he never said like I only love those who who love who love me yeah you know? these like, guys have a disclosure or like some hidden points there you know so so i you know I, I i sometimes i just get really surprised at how exclusive these people some of these people are how how they they're very i'm sorry to say but some of them are very close minded about about who we should be accepting into our midst, you know, as yeah. though I'm like, you know, I, I'm sorry, but I'm not taught that I'm, I'm taught. I'm supposed to love all I'm taught. I'm supposed to extend love to all. And, and, and I'm not saying I support everything other people are doing. That's not it at all. But, but as much as I can, you know, it's, it to, it's to show what love is. And love means acceptance and understanding. And not, it doesn't mean support. It just means acceptance and understanding. And I think a lot of people still get... Sorry, we didn't mean to turn this into a, um, <laughs> a sermon. Um, no, it's just a little bit of sharing. Anyway, that's, those are my thoughts. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I don't agree if, if one says, you know, keep God out of it. No. You're supposed to be bringing God in everything. Yeah. That's the whole point of what yeah. faith is. You know, you... you Anyways. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, wonderfully put. Thank you. <laughs> um. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> or we'd be in trouble. <laughs> um, Indonesia in 30 years, where do you see it? 30 years? Long, That's long, a long, long term You know what? View. You can't ask a political person that. You can't... Uh, po- no, you can't ask uh, a pol- politician Okay, I'll, I'll cut it down. I'll cut because, it down. No, because politician... We we see only like what's happening the next day. I mean, we can't even see what's gonna happen in, in like seventeenth of April when the election takes place. Like thirty years from, I don't know. It no, really depends on how we go in the next five ten yeah. years. Honestly, I agree. The balance between short term and long term is important. But there's a BCG report saying that Indonesia can be like a top five economy within the it, long we, run. That's the thing. We can, but are we going to be? Yeah. You know, I, well, what does it need? What is from your perspective? What what, what does it need? Like in I, yeah, a, in a, okay, a whole, well, you know, there's this whole view. kind of a global discussion and debate on globalization versus protectionism. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned this a couple of years ago when I, uh, in in Singapore. And and uh, you know what, Indonesia, as much as we're ready to be part of the global uh, community, there are so many of our people who are not yet equipped. And I'm talking about, like, for example, very easy example, social media, internet. You know, people think everybody should have internet. Everybody should have access to internet. But imagine I'm looking at this from the point of view where I'm an activist for anti-human trafficking. And I've seen what it can do, the harm it can bring to a community when you're not prepared mentally 
I mean, physically you can learn it. You know, you can you know you can access internet fine, but if you're not if you don't know how to use it wisely, you have people who all of a sudden they have access to easy money. Um, you know, and I've 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 heard stories um, from you know these activists and and these people who have worked with survivors you know of human trafficking you know of how there are children who are being abused online you know by their own parents you know where they where they you know force their children to do things on camera and 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 live stream it and and to get money you know and 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 that's for me that's the horror of like so for you know i'm not saying technology is bad i'm not saying internet is bad hmm. what i'm saying is we need to ensure that our people are well prepared and well equipped to deal with the consequences of access to freedom of information and 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 and, and we have we have issues with pornography we have issues with child abuse material i mean in 2012 we were number one. i i don't know what the latest numbers are but we were number one in asia for child abuse and material in one of the biggest social media platforms in the world hmm. uh, with 70,000 child abuse materials and i'm talking about photos and videos of just abuse and 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 so you know you wonder where our country is heading um i look at it from the social standpoint mm. i mean we're only as strong as our weakest people and mm. and at the moment you know no matter how strong macro wise economically as long as we have those people who are just you know they're not educated they're they're poor they our system of education needs a complete reform, reformation because mm. right now it's all about Oh, just learn the few pages and then answer the questions and the test the next day and then forget it. Mm. You know, it's all about uh, memorizing mm. instead of research. And that's why we have hoax, hoaxes. We have false, false news. We have black campaigns. And it's so easy for people to eat them up because they mm. are not used to research. Mm. So... So that's my view and that's why I can't say what it's going to be like 30 years from now because if we don't fix that if we don't deal with that with those issues with our human resources which are our biggest resources our biggest strengths it should be the people you hmm. know if if we don't pay more attention to them then we will be in trouble you know and and and, and so you know it just means what will happen and continue to happen uh, would be the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer mm. and uh, so we do need new uh, we have we need we need reformation of of policies on that front awesome awesome <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's 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 the activist in me <laughs> where can people find you in social media what's your um, yeah, instagram so handle? you can find me on at rahayu saraswati and you can i guess put a like already sure. right? mm-hmm. um at rahayu saraswati on instagram uh you can also find me on facebook with r saraswati or rahayu saraswati joyo hadikusumo again you're going to need to write this down because not everybody <laughs> knows how to spell my name it's very long <laughs> so you can understand what i had to go through during college <laughs> and sats <laughs> writing down my 15 letter <laughs> last name um so yeah no uh you can find me on those but uh, i'm i'm mostly i'm not so active on so i usually what i do is i i post on Instagram and that's how I share to Twitter and I, I share to mm. Facebook so mm. um, but you can also follow me on at Sahabat Rahayu Saraswati for any live feeds or or, or new activities all right to Instagram guys don't don't forget yeah, there's two Instagram <laughs> one I handle myself and the other one is 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 to ensure that when I'm not holding you know there's still uh, when I'm at events usually it's you know Sahabat Rahayu Saraswati basically is, uh, live streams it 
Awesome. Well, Grace, Arthur, thank you so much for your time and Thanks. to tell the world about your passion and your story. I'm sorry if it went so story. long, but I told you, be careful <laughs> no, I think it's giving great. these mics to <laughs> members of Parliament. <laughs> now, I wish you all the best um, you know, for the 17th of April, and guys, both are... <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> That's it, guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you want to know more about Sarah's work, go check her Instagram accounts at Rahayu Saraswati and Sahabat Rahayu Saraswati. If you want to get her elected and you do happen to live in West or North Jakarta, definitely vote for her. She is candidate number one from party number two, the Garindra Party. Please subscribe to my channel, drop me a rating, leave a comment, and I look forward to do more podcasts. Much love, guys. Peace.